Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is the Mr. Gimpy. What's up, Chip? Drink to that, buddy. Yeah, get our nice little vodka and gin going here. So, actually, I'm with you today, dude. Usually, usually it's usually it's too early, right, (laughs) when we record it. But I'm with you today, man. Yeah, it's uh, a little late. It's it's, afternoon. As as of this time, though, like as of time recording, it's Super Bowl Sunday, right? Oh, so I got so I got uh, I got some. I'm making uh, some chicken wings. I got some spicy chicken sandwiches I'm making today. Uh, you know, you and I started a doing little an early. Event? Was oh yeah 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 yeah. So I got uh, I got some shit some shit brewing for the meal tonight, and uh, you know just some classic you know football snacks. I got some uh, yeah. some meatballs that I made too, just as some hors d'oeuvres. Um, it's really just gonna be me and the family. I don't think anybody's yeah, stopping by, but. You know, I I, I like I like the tailgating style of food. It's a good time for it. I feel like my one tots. coworker has not chilled the f out, dude. Like he's been steady. He's a very uh, you know, what is it extrovert, where he likes okay. to hang out with other people. For so sure. during this whole pandemic, he's like had groups of friends that he'll like go and hang out with. But you know, he knows like who he who he's dealing with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've all taken safety precautions or whatever around but, him. Uh, it's like this yeah. motherfucker goes everywhere. He's like, he's like Magic Johnson in the eighties. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is just fucking patient zero. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, in the back of my head, I'm like, if I'm gonna catch uh, the plague, dude, it's gonna be from this guy, like, for sure. Uh, for so sure. Not, but he was talking about like having like some sort of Super Bowl uh, party that he was gonna go to, and I was like, oh, who's playing? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's this funny. The, that's I've always hilarious. felt like uh, sporting events are more of an excuse to have like a good uh, party with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really care about sports in general. I didn't have like the local pride or anything like that. And uh, you know, then as I got older, and then I went to some sporting events. Um, you know, and I started playing sports and participating. Um, yeah. I got more and more into it. Uh, you know, like like uh, family members played football at the semi-pro level, and you know, try out for pros and stuff like that. So there, there, that's been in, in my family. Uh, and then you know, for myself, I, I played you know basketball, ran track, did did things, and so got more interested in it. And the sports I play, I'm more interested in watching. Right? Like I'm pro- like you know how much I love disc golf. Like I. I literally watch like pro disc golf shit you know dude, what's just, wrong with you man chilling, dude. You know, sometimes, sometimes you gotta you gotta get the, we, we live in a winter state you know so yeah. i can't go out in the middle of winter and fucking throw you know so so i got that i watched the fucking uh, uh ping pong the the Olympics practice and shit. net right I do, I do, and that shit's out Set all the time, Set that up bro. out in the winter, bro. You, go yeah, I mean, you, you got to clean that shit off though, because it'll rust and shit. Yeah. It's annoying. Like uh, one of our one of our old uh, disc buddies, uh, CJP, he left his disc basket out all winter. That shit was fucking just Done. just rust bucket, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like like you, when he threw at it, uh, the chains wouldn't even move anymore. It's so fucking rusty, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. But but yeah, man. So I you know I got more into it, right? And then uh, like basketball became my my first like sporting love. Uh, you know, we're in Minnesota, uh, Kevin Garnett with the Timberwolves, went to a game, saw him just fucking going into a defensive stance and just fucking get get amped and ready, and he jumps up and fucking, you know, riles the crowd up. It was sure. a good time, dude. Like, you, you, you're you in it, so there, the, it's, it's a cool it's a cool feeling. So I get sports, you know, and I get the sporting events. Like I said, football isn't, isn't like, my number one, number two sport, but uh, I'll always watch the Super Bowl. It's, you know, like, my, my dad watched it all the time growing up. I remember certain Super Bowls and shit, so... You know, it's like big events. Like it, it's even to the point where, uh, like, like my dad was a car guy, right? 
so um he he doesn't watch like nascar or any racing things but his dad used to race uh used to race he used to race porsches yeah. and uh so just from that connection my dad's like he's my dad's done some racing as well but uh never like advanced super far and uh but it will he'll every year we'll watch the daytona 500 right and i've watched that too like the boringest thing you can watch but i remember certain like big daytona events you know like the dealer and hard death unfortunately uh, uh jeff Gordon, one of jeff gordon's wins like his third win or something like that or second and uh just you know sporting events like that so it's you're a part of history because uh, so many people watch it you know it's like the, where were you um jordan's uh game six last shot against the utah jazz in 98 you know, I I watched that. That's one of my like vivid memories from as a kid. You know, so you you know, it's 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 one of those things where the larger zeitgeist like gets into it too, so you feel a part of that world. And Space I get it. Space so, Jam movie. Yeah, yeah, right. For I don't sure. know what this says about me, uh, yeah. but I've like sports. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't like cars are racing, but I've mm-hmm. been to way more car shows than the actual yeah. like sporting events i don't know what that says about me where i'm like oh it's a car show i'm gonna go check this out cool. yeah, yeah i'm not really like classic into cars, cars but you know my dad and stuff and my dad i'm not into them at all i don't even know? own a car bro like i'm like yeah. <laughs> like i moved to like make my life more efficient and easy going where i'm like eh, i don't need to bother with uh, a vehicle yeah. anymore yeah i'll yeah. just move closer to where i work so i can just you know take uh transportation and just walk there and get some exercise in yeah uh, yeah but yeah, I have gone to probably like seven or eight different car shows uh, just to like take in the cars, man. There's something cool about being uh, being around or even like test driving like the fancy cars. Like uh, for my for my thirtieth birthday, the professor and I, you know, raced Lamborghinis around Vegas, yeah. and that was so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> like like it was, it was cool as fuck. Like yeah. uh, there's something it's about the, it, you know. It's the it's, right place to do it too. I feel like too many people are like, I'm gonna race this car in the middle of a city. It's like you don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm gonna try and catch some air. We're gonna try and, yeah, try and come yeah. up off a hill, and it's like, bro, you don't. You could end up dying. Like you don't want to uh, do that. We did a drift race as well. So we had professional drivers drive us around, and they were just like drifting around the track. We were like side by side drifting. That was cool as fuck, dude. Like it's a little romantic, dude. Yeah, dude. It, was, <laughs> it really was. A little, was. A little uh, <laughs> off, you know, point. Yeah. No, it was, it was dope though, man. That was one of the best experiences of my life. You know, like uh, like driving a Lamborghini, sitting in a um, Ferrari Enzo is like one of my bucket list things. Like like i Done. for not being into cars you know i still like have like car goals and stuff right maybe not <laughs> right. owning one but you know there, there's some like playing racing games growing up you know and then like i said my dad used to sell cars back in the day he rebuilds them so like it's it's been in the back of my mind so certain things are pretty awesome uh the last thing on my bucket list that i have to do dude is skydive that's it that's it i'm done with life at that why, point you why know? do you want to skydive man what's, what's so, the appeal what, do, what are you doing <laughs> uh it's the view and that feel like when you're have just you been arms just out regular stretched. flying bro like yeah. just look yeah, out the window like out of, out of plane. so it's 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 being out there with your arms outstretched right feeling the wind beneath you man as you're going through the earth and it's like there's not that there there can't there, be anything like it man is and, there like, some vr so bro great. just hook up some vr I, i've done it dude i've done uh, it VR and get a fan in front have, of you i gotta have uh, that shit in life bro <laughs> get you a a body harness and like hook it up to like a, a swing <laughs> and just like sit there with like your VR headset, dude. Nah, what man, if you I fall, it's it. like three feet to the ground. So, so what, what made me want to do skydiving is actually the mighty Morphin power Rangers movie. 
at the beginning okay, of that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. They're all skydiving at the beginning. I'm like, that yeah, looks amazing. Stuff. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to do the surfboard. I just want to fucking jump out and just, you know, like fly, man. What what human being doesn't want to fly, right? Uh, human beings are always trying to get off the ground. You know, I, I wanted I I want to do the opposite. I want to fucking fly towards it, man. This seems awesome. Uh, right. you know, I'd love to do a wingsuit, but I, I don't think that that's in my in the cards for me. So, you know, just just jump out of a plane and parachute down, man. Uh, there's I've a place. some of these wingsuit people who go like incredibly big. Yeah, yeah it's like every, it always looks like they're like one second away from death. Uh, and it's hard to tell from only. the cameras <laughs> yeah. as well, though. Because I know like sometimes like when you look back at like footage because of, like the field of view or whatever, like things yeah. are like way closer than they actually are in real life. Yes. You're like, oh my goodness, this guy's so close to uh, X, Y, and Z. close to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, you know what, man? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where where uh you know i what, remember when i did the tournament in chicago for uh, uh combo breaker for mortal kombat a couple years ago yeah. um it's it's i'm always searching for that uh that like adrenaline spike you know that that like nervous anticipation that and the the release right after like like there's no sure. better feeling than that and doing dangerous shit like you, you does that instantly i don't know if it's like an adrenaline thing or searching for it but but my my life has become more sedentary than than ever before and i find myself craving like just an outlet for some things you know just eating uh taco bell's giving you that adrenaline rush now dude <laughs> <laughs> gambling with fate now dude yeah dude what one day one day um so i made a deal with my wife because she's like uh no no you're never jumping out of a plane she's like unless i'm dead and i was like okay how about this what if i take one of the kids with me she's like what i was like yeah when the kids get older if they're interested i will go with them and i'm assuming it'll be my daughter right because she she likes a lot of the same things i like and she and but my son also like will jump off of high shit without any regard to it to his safety so yeah. one of them will definitely want to do it whether like 16 you can you can start doing it when you're 16 so if, we, if one of their 16 birthdays dude I'm, I'm me and me and my one of my kids man we're just gonna jump out of a plane flying it's just gonna be amazing it. yeah, All right. so we'll see we'll see you know heard it here first <laughs> Heard it here first on the pod. But yeah, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, sports. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, skydiving at the Super Bowl has always been like a staple of that as well. People coming out of the sky there for the yeah, halftime. Yeah, the halftime shows have gotten more ridiculous, too, as time's gone on. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's going to uh, be dope today, dude. You got Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. It should be good. Do they Are they still doing that other group? The whatever it was, it was like the five Kings of the West coast or some nonsense. I think that was like a hypothetical thing. I don't think they've ever done it. <laughs> they had like one performance was like ice cube and like Snoop Dogg and somebody ice else. Cube, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. Uh, it was basically the NWA group, but with Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah. Uh, what's Something his like name? That. Who always messes up? Who always like throw, he's always a feature, never, uh, an actual, Exhibit. no, no, uh, He's in that same vein, though. Oh, I can't think of it. <laughs> That's gonna bug me. Whatever. Nate, Nate Dog. Nah, it's close. He's dead now. Uh, man. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's gonna we'll be whatever. It's gone. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. So, so have you been playing any games lately, man? Developing? Like, uh, like we haven't talked in a little bit here. What's 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 well, new with you, brother? I've mostly just been addicted to this audiobook, and I've just been <laughs> listening to this audiobook, and then uh, messing around with different art AI generations still. Uh, I'm building now like a weird portfolio of concept art uh, that I don't know why I'm making, but it's like I'm slowly accumulating like a lot of ideas. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like 
listening to like these different books because I need to, you know, pass the time. There's nobody really to talk to at work because I have to still go into the office. And there's only that one other dude there who's like, you know, gambling with his life every single weekend. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to like get too close to this guy who wants to right. keep my six feet on this guy. Right, right, <laughs> but, right. He's trying to, he's just raw dog in life and coming at you with syphilis and you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to avoid <laughs> that. Sure. For I'm sure. trying to dodge that like the Matrix. So, for sure, for sure. I've just been like going into dif- different audiobooks and like, uh, I've always heard like the term, like you want something that's familiar, but different. Like that's mm-hmm. what like, uh, you know, big multimedia companies do where it's like, why are they doing all these reboots? What's with all this like really uh, unimaginative garbage? And I was like, yeah, man, like why not try something new? I don't know. Listening to like a bunch of different, like really bad audiobooks. I'm like, you know what? I have something too, just like familiar, but like slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, uh, I know like in, china as well as japan like they're way looser with like uh fan fiction and like just literally stealing somebody else's like book idea <laughs> the whole like what's a dojin market right or whatever yeah right? well, there's yeah. like several different ones where like uh there's like you know erotic fiction there's it's basically fanfic i mean we do it here in the, in the states as well where like people like get famous book series and then they'll like take their own spin. I was like famously like what twilight was based off of like another book or whatever. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, you know, this is the same idea with the different familiar, but different. Yes. Uh, yes. And so uh, they do the 50 shades of gray was a twilight fan fiction. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the same idea is true in concept art where uh, you think that what's going to sell and make big waves or get you, uh, a good portfolio is like coming up with really good, neat and abstract ideas. But every designer you will talk to, like in the industry is just like make something that's familiar, but slightly different. Like they don't want anything like too crazy, like, like near future is kind of what your goal is or like, like I feel unless so- you're working for Shinji Mikami, right? Who wants like these crazy ass monster designs. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that's the exception, but yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's like everybody like in professional games, like just make something that's like close to reality, but slightly different. So uh, I've been trying to train up my mind's eye and visual library with that. And that's what yeah. a lot of uh, different artists will do. They'll like build up portfolios of, reference material where they can just like look at and like take different ideas from things and uh combine them so i've been like trying to just uh i think it's called ideation (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, just create a bunch of ideas uh and just having like these weird portfolios of things that i've created uh and like and i don't know what i'm doing that for what it's what it's useful for but it's expanding your uh, artistic horizon, man. That's all it is. Nothing yeah. doesn't need to be a reason, you know. I, I get it. That's dope, dude. Yeah, man. Why do bees make honey, bro? What about for you? Sure. For sure. Analogy, dude. I've, I've, uh, you know, like I said, I, I have that project for my day job that's uh, due Tuesday, so I'll be done with that soon, and I can work on my game dev a little more. So I've been working on that, but uh, you know, a new game came out that uh, kind of led to today's topic. Um, that I, that I. I thought, you know, I, I was in the, like, majority for this, but maybe I'm not. So the little game called Sifu came out just a few days ago um, yeah. at the time of recording, and I got it on the PS5, and I've been playing the shit out of it, and I absolutely love it, dude. It is, like, you, you've seen my streams. Like, I, I have a, a definite, like, 70s kung fu theme going with, like, my intro. Like, like you'll see my like, new pop-ins or whatever are just going to be all, like, like uh, martial art, like, Wuxia and, uh, you know, old Shaw Brothers-style stuff. 
like going in because I, I, I was like that's something that I grew up with and I absolutely love and like people who get to know me realize that oh yeah this dude's like way too into this shit <laughs> so, but I was I was like I should probably present that more because it is a huge part of my life it's not just gaming it's it's a uh, you know when when I was sick, right? Like what I would watch is like some sort of some sort of like old kung fu movie that I haven't seen in forever, or if at all, you know. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of the movies that I watch um, are typically like some martial art movie that that's that's a random movie I picked, either horror or martial art, and you know I've seen so many. Uh, so it's like you know uh, uh, I'd like to present that a little more. So Sifu starts off like a real like. Like 60s, 70s kind of grindhouse starting. You you start off as the villain. You murder you murder your master, and then you uh, in front of his kid, you become the kid, and then uh, you are starting on this journey to kill everyone who's involved in killing your father. And yeah, does it give any sort of reason for why you're uh, you know want to kill the Sifu? For uh, for his it's it's he has the secret technique. It's a yeah, of course, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent secret technique. 100%. The ancient tome of the dragon. Yeah, or it's, some it's such it's such a standard like martial arts story. But I absolutely love how far they're leading into this, dude. It's yeah. it's great. Um, yeah, and, and like I don't know, it's kind of a common trope as well as where it's like uh, in kung fu and martial arts is yeah. you only give like your main techniques to your main lineage, like your own family. And yes. like uh, inner our outer disciples will never get that that final secret family technique. Yep. You always yep. have like yep. the secondary uh, kung fu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that can be suppressed by the main family line kung fu. Right, right. But then there's <laughs> always that one technique where where one outsider will learn because the uh, the insider was not worthy enough. Like Kill Bill most famously did it with the five finger palm of death. You know, yeah. and then, uh, Bill was like, he probably may taught you the, tra- the 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 technique. She goes, of course he did. You know. It's yeah. like, it's uh, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it's shout out Gordon Liu, who was also in Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin, who played Pai Mei and Kill Bill. But uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's absolutely just scratching that itch, man. Like I love beat 'em ups as well. It's one of my favorite genres growing up. And you know, as gaming evolved, beat 'em ups were just gone by the wayside. We get a few releases every now and then, but nothing to really move the needle, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, the same company made Absolver, which was another good like martial arts game, but there, there's something missing for it. And Sifu just like hits checks all those boxes for me, dude. And one thing about it is the game the game only has five levels, right? And you you can beat it, you could you can beat it um, on your first life and just go through because you have all the techniques you're gonna need to beat the game. The problem is you have to be good at the game, <laughs> so <laughs> so it has like this roguelike element where um, where you die, you get older, and and of course in martial arts uh, movies and things like that, the old guy is always the most powerful, right? Because he has all the techniques and stuff. That's right, but, bro. <laughs> so you get stronger like every decade, and you're, you're but your health lowers, so you're a glass cannon. Um, uh, d- dude, it's it's such a good it's like how they portray you being surrounded you actually have to dodge every attack with a with like a button uh, combo and like a directions um you can parry and the parry window is super tight so you actually have to like like time it and if someone throws like a bottle or a knife or something at you you can time your parry to grab it and throw it back at them absolutely it's some, some, <laughs> some classic kung fu shit dude if there's like a and then like you're walking around or whatever there's something on the ground you can kick it towards the person and like hit them in the face or if it's like a chair like knock them over and ground pound them it's it's such a fluid fighting system dude that i am having an absolute blast playing through this 
And uh, like so far, I'm on the fourth level. Uh, I beat the first level without dying. I beat the second level while still being in my 20s. I'm like 28 at that point. Third level, I hit my 40s. I think it was like 48. Uh, so the fourth level, I'm I'm on the boss, but I'm thinking of retrying it to beat it at a younger life so I can have more chances to beat the fourth level. Um, but yeah, and all, all the boss fights are fights are um, typical like martial arts tropes. You know, it's like yeah. the five deadly venoms that you're fighting basically. So you have like like uh, the crazy person, you have the uh, you know near demon kind of a thing. You have the elder one with like the big like go go style uh, uh, like a chain with a giant ball in the end with a knife or whatever. Yeah. So it's 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 cool shit, dude. I'm I'm absolutely loving it. And I was looking at I. I Whenever I'm interested in a game, I don't really look at reviews, right? I just buy the game, and then after I play it a little bit, I'll go back and look at reviews. I'm looking at Sifu reviews. It's getting like 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10, something like that. Um, it's, and then there's was, there was a couple of comments that, that really stood out to me that kind of sparked another debate. The game is too hard. you know. And I'm like, the game is challenging, but I don't think it's too hard. And then I, I look again, and people are like, no, this game needs an easy mode. This it's it's ridiculously hard. I don't know how any this game is impossible to beat. Like, and then people were saying <laughs> saying it's impossible to beat the first level without dying. I'm like I did it. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like I did it the first day I got the game. Like what are you talking about? Get good, fucker. <laughs> right. And that and that statement that I made is actually the problem. It's the inherent problem with certain games. Games Let's like just this. get good. Get good. Right now, now the question I want to propose to you and everyone listening is um, hard get games. Good. Stay hard. hard. Is, is getting good the true solution or should developers make an easy mode, make the game easier? Or what's your, what's your opinion on this? Um, Chip, I'll, I'll give you the floor, then I'll say what I think. Yeah. So I think there's like different kinds of difficulty as well. And like, uh, I think we touched on this like a couple of podcasts ago where I was like, I'm making puzzles for my game and I'm like, I'm not sure how I want to gate like the progress of this game because like some people when it comes to puzzles or like logic problems, they're just not going to get it. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you've basically broken the game for them. So it's really hard to tune like difficulty of like a, a puzzle game uh, where it's like, you know, you, like an escape room type scenario where it's like you have to have like certain logic or knowledge of a particular thing to be able to even solve uh, the puzzle. And like the best type of escape rooms only use things that are in the room to be able to solve it. Uh, where it doesn't rely on you having like external knowledge of something like a, a Caesar's cipher or like a, you know, is it the other one everyone loves is like Morse code. Morse code you got, yeah. yeah. You got no yeah. Morse code to be able to beat I've this done uh, a escape room. And uh, it's, it's used like math puzzles and things which required outside knowledge, which I actually thought those were great because if you're in a, like there's an escape room movie where it's like, how do we solve this? You know, I think it, it, it leads to those Eureka moments, but go on. I yeah. interject. So there's, there's say like really good type design for an escape room. Like the key and cipher will be in the room with you. So if it's like Morse code, it'll like, there'll be like a, a you know, a, whatever, a key map showing you like what the dot, line equals in letters yes. or whatever uh so i don't know it's this that's how a good way to design it but just not necessarily and then there's some things that uh people just aren't going to get like there's also like puzzles where it's like where it's more open concept and like you can just go from like puzzle to puzzle and like you kind of choose your own difficulty of like what you want to get and like some of those will lead to that eureka moment where you can go back to an older puzzle and you're like oh i know now i know how to beat this yes uh for me, I think it was like Resident Evil 5 or 6. I was like watching my buddy play it uh, and he was stuck on like this puzzle. And like 
is kind of like uh, we're all hanging out and just drinking beers. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like just really drunk laying on the couch. And I'm like, bro, it's just, and I was just kind of being a dick. And I was yeah. like, this puzzle's yeah. so easy, dude. I can't believe you're still stuck on this, man. Uh, and like, <laughs> I'm just doing this just to talk shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's like, because uh, like I have no idea really what's going on. I'm just a little juiced. And he's like, all right, then you beat it. And like, I just hit it. I get the controller. I just start hitting random buttons, just like random guess, and it just unlocks. The <laughs> and I was like, boom. And I had it back to him. Uh, and like, I did, you know, and it was like a really, because I was just hitting random buttons, it was like a super convoluted, like, solve. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, sometimes you can just smash your way through certain problems. Did and, you play it off? We're like, like yeah, yeah of course. No, you go, absolutely. <laughs> perfect, yeah, like, perfect. I was like, here you go. Uh, but like you run into the same thing when we talk about like fighting games as well, where it's like button mashing, right? Where some people like can button mash and then uh, the the retort is like if the other person loses to you while you're button mashing, that's on them. They yes. have to have a better concept of the game and the character and like hit windows and frames as well to be able to counter just random instances. 100%. Of like, yes. Yeah. So the I would say like that's where skill comes into the thing when it's like you're playing against another person. However it's harder to design AI against that. So it's, you'll end up in instances of, uh, it's why I stay away from dark souls. <laughs> Cause like for me, uh, if I do something and it works and mm -hmm. I keep doing that thing. And then, then one time it like doesn't work. I just get instantly frustrated. I'm like, well, I'm done. This is bad design. So, uh, you know, and that's on me. I have like a yeah. patience of, of, you know, an ant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say there's like logic leaps for puzzles with difficulty where it's really hard to design for then there's uh just random instances of just hitting random things and like hoping for a good outcome the counterbalance to that is usually like a human knowing what to do to balance it out but like if, yes. if you're building against the ai it's way harder to uh counter that as well it's like you'll end up with like cheese where you can just sit there and like spam like the same combo button and like cheese your way through uh, an entire game uh yeah. like like devil may cry like you can cheese your way through devil may cry uh, but there's like a really intricate, beautiful combo system that has no right to really be there, like <laughs> underneath oh, yeah, that. And it gets better as the like, series yeah. goes on too. <laughs> it, it gets better and like it gets better with your knowledge of the system as well. Yes. And it's made by Capcom and you know, they made Street Fighter. So they they know they know their button mashing and their their systems. I'm, I'm so glad how you described Devil May Cry because um my issue with that game before especially DMC4, was a lot of the enemies felt uh, spongy, right? Yeah. But then when I... And I loved the first game, but I was like, eh, two, two three was okay. And then four, I'm like, eh, I don't know why people like this, right? I went back um, a few months ago, actually, and replayed through one through three. I need to replay through four. But um, my love was, was reunited because of because of the understanding of the combo system, right? And you're right. Yeah. It is it is a beautiful combo system and honestly, like when you're in it, you 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 go into that zone state and it becomes such an elegant just ballet of fucking destruction. And yeah. it's it is amazing. So yeah, you're you're 100% right that uh so the way more of the game, yeah. They they deal with it the same way uh Metal Gear does with like the VR missions. So that's the way they kind of introduce those systems to the player. There's, but they don't really have a tutorial or hold your hand like through like how to actually execute it unless you go into like a separate game mode to like try and learn like the uh, the higher level ideas. And yeah. I know like the newer, I think Mortal Kombat has like a better intro tutorial system as well where it's like it is better at like 
teaching you how to play the game better and at a more competitive level yes then uh you would just like picking it up and like trying to figure it out the game's tutorial system is probably the best effort in any fighter um with skull girls being probably being the inspiration for it it even shows you frame data and tells you why frame data is important like, yeah. like it's incredible um so yeah and, it, and like i think that is a good gateway to get people better at the genre as a whole um yeah, yeah and like some of the other pitfalls i know that i personally don't like are when there's like a mechanic that you can do but they never really explain it to you any other way like we're like uh for me my big uh foolish moment was a uh, cave story i was playing cave story and everybody up until this point is like it's an old school style shooter you'll love it because i love my mega mans i love my old school platformer shooters you didn't know it was a metroidvania hmm you didn't know it was a metroidvania <laughs> not even that bro this is you're gonna okay. you're gonna want to slap me when I tell you this. I okay, didn't know you that's could one of my favorite games ever. Like <laughs> I didn't know you could shoot diagonally in Cave Story. And you can beat that game is so well designed, old school yeah. aesthetic. You can beat yeah. about 90% of that game without shooting diagonally. Except for the boss that actually flies. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point you're like, that's the, the brick wall I hit where I was like, what the fuck? This game is busted. And then I was like, at one point, I just like hit diagonally. I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, this is me, dude. Uh, but I don't know. Like, that's a player assumption where I just made a bad assumption on like what is possible in that possibility space. Uh, yeah. And there's other games uh, like Metroidvania, much like you're saying, it's like uh, you will make a series of assumptions, but as you progress in the game, you'll realize like, oh, I can do like all this other stuff that I didn't yeah. even know was possible. Uh, but the game like slowly introduces like those concepts to you uh, and that allows you to execute better at a higher level. Yes. Uh, and it just doesn't happen in cave story. Like you just kind of got to realize you can shoot in all angles. Like, I don't know. It's don't be, don't be a pleb like me. Don't be an NPC. Yeah, dude, I, I, I don't even know how to get around that. Like maybe a little text blurb going, Hey, you can shoot in all directions. But at that point, yeah. like you wouldn't try it. I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> Like, it just seems that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I just hey, assumed man, it was like Mega Man, bro. I was like, Mega Man can't shoot at no angles. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay. This is my yeah. old man. I'm making assumptions yeah, well, that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so do you think that, um, so what's the hardest game you've beaten yourself, would you say? If you I have, no, I have no idea. I don't even, I don't have like a good concept of difficulty to like what other people consider difficult. Yeah, because like we've all played like so many games for yeah. so long where yeah. it's like to me like i can get a game and like beat it within like a good window of experience of like five to eight hours yeah uh so i think I, maybe like rogue legacy where I, I ended up just getting a bad role and i just kept going with like that bad legacy where yeah. i spent probably way too long on that game that sure. is necessary like it would have been faster to restart and like play again get yeah. yeah get a new role going uh, with the money and like building up and everything else but yes uh, I, I would say just rng wise probably that game was one of the more difficult ones for me okay uh yeah I, I would say that's like another problem as well that it's hard to design difficulty for is uh just dexterity like human dexterity yeah. of like what uh you physically can't execute like a series of commands fast enough yeah uh, <laughs> and like maybe it's not even your fault like maybe it's latency because i've been doing like you, you saw me like streaming some of those xbox like game pass games yeah and like 
you're like, bro, like this, you can't play this game with like that three second latency, dude. Like, this yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're playing a bad a heavy action game with like a second and a half of latency. And I'm like, dude, then you're like, this game's broken. I'm like, it's not the game, it's a latency. Good God. Download yeah. it to your fucking system. I'm so, <laughs> so heated. I'm so like, heated. I'm like, I think I became an old man. Like, this game's way harder than uh, I think it should be. So, so um, I yeah, feel man. like I'm hitting the buttons in times, but the things aren't happening. <laughs> So I've I've reached the point in gaming, and, and this stemmed from when I was younger, right? Like like I've, I've said before on the pod, I've said before to you as well. My, my very first game ever was Ninja Gaiden on the NES. Um, it was a it was a day where my uncle was babysitting me. He introduced me to video games. One fateful day when I was four years old, um, he's like, "Hey, what game you want to play?" I was like, "Game." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all video games. I'll let you play them." He's like, I'm, "Well, I'm making your your lunch, right, for my sister and I." I was like, "Okay, I'll play this one with the ninja on the front." Ninja Gaiden popped it in. The fucking music hit the the little intro cinematic hit and then i'm playing it's fast paced and like it's it's super fun right and i i, I fell instantly loving i was like what other games you got right so i was looking at the games he has is like rbi baseball mario duck hunt and uh castlevania and i you know even at that age i loved horror stuff like i, I yeah. like watched old dracula movies and stuff like that i'm like okay i'll try castlevania fucking music hit you know just just yeah, such bro, a that good box art day. on castlevania is like yeah. a banger bro too and then after that i played mario which you know the iconic do 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 pops in man and yeah. like that day was probably one of the defining moments of my life in terms of where my my entertainment structure would go um i'm a few it's months like a later. branch right there yeah like, man the past in life yeah if that divergence if that doesn't happen who knows what I'll, what I'll be doing with my life you know it was such a big moment for me um so a few months later my uncle buys himself a sega genesis and gives me the nintendo um so i'm sitting there playing ninja gaiden every day the game is hard as fuck um i play it every day every day keep going keep yeah. going until one day i finally beat it i beat castlevania i beat mario um i i fucking do an entire season and win the world series on rbi baseball and um, i start renting games i rent contra you know i rent battletoads i rent you know all, all these games that are I, I didn't realize were hard right it just i just thought i had to get good at them yeah um, well, so, I was just like uh, rope memorization too. Yeah, like, for was sure. like for sure. It's, it's like me it's for like, plus like uh, reflex for sure. Yeah, like the old Mega Man series where I can go back and beat basically one through five or whatever yeah. for the NES without like dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is because I played had to play them so much and like memorize like all the different like patterns and stuff. Where it's uh, yeah, it's not so, even like difficult. You know, where it's. But like other people who will pick up the game are like, this is fucking it. Where they use like the fucking Russian nuclear AI codes <laughs> to like program these bosses for like the missile yeah, launch yeah. like sequence. Dude, this is nuts. Sure. So, so as a kid, you know, I beat Ninja Gaiden, Contra, uh, Gradius, uh, R Type. You know, these are like consistent, consistently considered one of the harder games ever. Like even like the first Castlevania is considered hard, right? Um, growing up, you know, getting more and more just into games and stuff until i reach you know teenage years uh ninja gaiden comes out the xbox remake or you know reboot of the series considered hard as fuck um it basically had a fighting game engine in a 3d world it was amazing i absolutely loved it beat it beat it on the hardest difficulty um and then i beat it on stream ninja gaiden 2 you know these games come out and they're like these are hard and i always welcome the challenge right because i feel the games that are considered hard like that are really hard because you need to learn the game's mechanics 
Yeah. Um, so for me, like hard games where you can master the mechanics to overcome the difficulty, I love that challenge. Um, hard games where it's based on like some sort of grinding or like level, I'm usually not as interested in. Uh, so uh, for me, I don't think games or the developers should dumb down the experience that they want the player to feel. I think that if you make a game and you want to make it easy because you want them to experience the story or experience the entire game that you've you set out, go for it. If you want the player to get good at the mechanics you so painstakingly made, um, there's no reason to put a difficulty mode in. Like, is it less accessible? Sure. But you'll have these this sect of people who really appreciate what you've done and have mastered something you've spent time to create. That's why I think, like, Dark Souls does such a good job, because that game, that game you have to unpack, man. And and uh, so, so for me, it's so weird, man. I, I really like the Dark Souls series, right? Never beat a Souls game. <laughs> I but yeah. I have I have beaten Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, <laughs> um, and then for the games that were inspired by it, I've I've completed Neo One, Neo Two. Uh, you know, I've beaten all these like offshoot games, but never like gone into the Souls games. I've gotten far in Dark Souls One, gotten pretty Did far they... in Dark Souls Three. I just never. Didn't they just the do home. like the remasters of they did, the they game? <laughs> but but here's you know why I didn't beat these games is is. Uh, it's not because the game is too difficult. It's just because I, it, it's I had like ADD of games at that point when those games were new and come out. Like someone else would come out and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna play this," and I go back to Dark Souls, forget where I was, and don't want to restart. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I'll get back to it and beat them eventually. I know so, I will because I do love it. But th- it know. does seem like a lot of people are uh, bending the knee as well, and like adding in like invincibility modes or like easy modes. I think uh, I saw like a uh, no clip documentary where they're talking to the guys who made. Uh, Hotline Miami, and they're talking about when they made Hotline Miami 2, uh, their normal mode is like super hard. Uh, <laughs> and they realized that when they were making the build of the game, the build they had was like running at half the frame rate. Uh, <laughs> so that's why they put that as the normal mode. And then, like, when they actually shifted out to people, they're like, oh no, this is like double the speed <laughs> we thought it was. And they're like, this should have been the hard mode. Normal should have been hard. We should have made like a new normal mode and then an easy mode. Uh, so, it seems like more people are like want that accessibility for players to be able to experience like their story or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about just like skipping all that and just having a uh, cutscene mode where you just hit a button, you can just like watch all the cutscenes in the game? <laughs> because I find myself as I get older and older just doing that on YouTube, where I'm like, I just kind of want to see what happens in this game, and like I'll put on like a four hour video on YouTube of sure. like just like the cutscenes of like a series. Where I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this. So. It depends. Um, and it's not just it, me, bro. It's not just me. No, Those no, 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 videos no. have millions no, of you're views. Right. Like, you're right. I think I think it's what you, what do you want out of the game, right? Like uh, something like Metal Gear Solid. Fam- the series famously has like hour long cutscenes. You know, um, uh, I think that if you want to skip the stealth gameplay and you want to just experience the story, go for it. Um, I I want to experience the stealth gameplay though. Um, uh, certain games like like um, adventure games, things like that. Uh, if you don't want to solve the puzzles, you don't want to do like the intricate intricate things. Go for it. Uh, I I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that. I think that if the game itself has a mode where you can just skip the entire gameplay and just experience the story, I think that does a disservice to all of the work that got put into the game. Um, about like a hint system or something for puzzles, where it's like you can like burn off hints to get the solution. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's something fine. like that. I think that's 
I think that's fine, but I think it should be locked to difficulty modes. Um, Mario and a lot of Nintendo games do that now, where if you die a bunch of times, it'll say, hey, do you want to um, enable like either invincibility mode or the mode where it beats the level for you? And like... The big brother mode, like watch your yeah. big bro play the game for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like... I never picked that mode, right? To be but older was, sibling mode. But I was playing, I played through uh, Mario 3D World with my daughter, who's, who was four at the time, right? She just didn't grasp the mechanics yet. So sometimes she'd mm. pick that, right? And her, like, Princess Peach character would be running alongside me and, you know, just doing things. And then she'd, but then you could re reactivate your control, right? So she just got yeah. through a hard part where, you know, I did it and then her character did it for her. And then she reactivated and she kept playing. So I was like, that's actually ingenious. So I think that, um, Achievements should be locked. You shouldn't get an achievement for using that mode. But if you just want to complete the game, go for it, man. Gatekeeping I, achievements, bro. Like, it's oh, just yeah. an no, achievement. Think, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I 100% uh, support gatekeeping achievements. Like, like you don't get, <laughs> I, I, I am against participation trophies. Like, you can fucking put that on paper, dude. I don't like I don't like the good job <laughs> trophy or a fucking you participated sticker. Give me a first, second, third place, and then fuck off. <laughs> you know? uh, uh-huh. And that's for games, too, man. Uh, so... So I, I, I think I've softened, but um, that being said, games that I'm creating, right? I I don't think I'm going for the extra hard difficulty. I but I'm not, and I'm not gonna make like uh, you know different modes at least at this point because um, yeah. I'm I'm curating the experience for the for what I want you to experience. You know, um, it's like when you read when you tell someone a story. You know, like I'm not adding different things because you wanted it there. I'm telling you a set story. You know, I, yeah. I, that's how I look at it. It's uh, definitely. I feel like you kind of hit the the nail on the head there, as they say, where it really comes down to the designer's choice for their game experience and what they want people to experience. And like with like the Hotline Miami too, it was like clearly like they didn't want the end player to experience that bad thing. They just accidentally you know messed up, uh, <laughs> so that you know. But to tell like the creator of a game, like, hey, you have to do X, Y, or Z. And uh, I mean, I, th- I think that's a fair conversation to have, but like, you don't get to decide like what people put in their games for you. You know, like, they, there's a weird disconnect, I feel. And like, it, the separation between like the artist and consumer are, are getting like narrow and narrow because they can just go on like any social media platform now and like, you know, hit up somebody who made this game and be like, you're, and as, like again that that no clip documentary man hotline miami yes. the guy said yes. he used to go on the forums all the time uh and then he was like yeah that shit became fucking toxic he's like i had to stop it for my own mental health people are assholes people are assholes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so it's uh it, like you're not really interfacing with that creator like face to face like you you will say stuff to people online and like you won't think twice about it uh, for whatever reason, like maybe you're having a bad day or maybe you're like, you're like, oh, I just want to get somebody's attention. Some people just want to watch the world burn. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, there are real people a lot of the times that uh, make these games and they do consider difficulty and it's okay if it's serving the purpose of the story that they want to tell. Uh, and like, you know, sometimes it's just busted or whatever. Sometimes they don't catch things in like a Q and a or whatever. And, the, the bugs get through as well, where it's like, this is an impossible difficult. So you can't design around like idiots like me who don't know you can shoot diagonally. <laughs> like, you just got to like uh, allow some people like figure that out on their own. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's definitely, you can't make a game for everybody and you can't make a story for everybody. Yeah. Uh, they're, pe- they're pieces of art, man. Like some pieces of art, like 
uh, you don't like, and they're not made for you to like. They're made for you to like think deeper about uh, a particular subject and have a, a deeper meaning or a deeper conversation about that. Uh, and yeah, that's okay, man. Like you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to like everything. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Art, art is for. It's not made for everyone. It's made for you know, if for anyone who it appeals to, right? Um, you can't have rainbows without a little bit of rain, right? I think that <laughs> I think that you hit you hit the nail. You 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 mentioned something that I that I think was a really good good insightful comment. Some bugs get through, right? Yeah. Um, some bugs make the game harder. Some bugs introduce mechanics that, um, if you don't master that mechanic, you are um, like stuck at a lower level than other people. Some make it easier, uh, like the cheese. Like, uh, well, let's let's look at Smash Bros. Right? Melee wave dashing. Wave dashing was a bug. Like people, it's it, it wasn't in the game on purpose. It was a bug. People who figured yeah. out how to wave dash and stuff, they had an inherent advantage in playing the game. You could definitely play without wave dashing, but you were like in terms of movement and it just it, things like you you were at a disadvantage. Um, yeah. Brawl and other games took out wave dashing afterwards, and the hardcore pro community hated it um, they, because they dumbed it down. But really it was a bug that got through so then you have like these these mods like project m that introduced wave dashing back into uh brawl and uh you know i think i think that uh some things are happy accidents that can influence the series and um other things if if it's not like catering to the demographic you have i understand why you would remove it uh yeah. street fighter street fighter 2 the you know what, what's interesting combos in fighting games started off as a bug because a street fighter had a bug where you could hit the player multiple times before they went down because of a of a hit state that that they forgot to put a fucking bracket on and then they <laughs> realized that oh wait this is way more fun to just start juggling people right so yeah. then they expanded upon this bug and that's why we have these combo systems in games it went from street fighter 2 to what we have now in these like fucking 300 hit hyper combo games where <laughs> you know skill and time taken to learn it has led to you know what i what we mentioned earlier with devil may cry a elegant ballet of destruction you know yeah. so so I think that um, my stance on should games be this hard, should games have all have an easy mode or a normal mode or something like that, I don't think, th I think it's up to the creator and I think that you decide as a consumer. If you are truly interested in the game that's coming out, you will take everything with it, including difficulty. If it's too hard for you, do what Chip did, look it up on YouTube to see um, how the game ends because the game at the end of the day, even if you're interested in it, wasn't made for you. Um, yeah, and like some games you can just look at and be like, this isn't for me. It's kind of why I stayed away from Dark Souls. People are like, I think you'd love it. And I'm like, I don't have the time. I, I know I get frustrated easy when I try and execute things and they don't happen the right way. Uh, and that that's not fun for me. That's just a bad experience. And I can just look at something and be like, I know this isn't for me and that's okay. And then people yeah. like, I don't know. And then like, you also have to understand like sometimes designers water down their product to hit a wider audience. Like yeah. you can see that with Smash Bros. Like they're taking away a lot of the competitive elements they're making just a, a gray field uh if it was like a gradient of difficulty they want to get it all the way down to like as easy as possible uh yeah. oh you can see it for like games like apex legends where they get rid of like things like b hop or like you have like slide cancels and stuff that they're trying to get rid of uh they're getting rid of like things that give you a competitive edge if you have like the skills to execute them but they're also kind of in a gray area where it's like considered like 
a bug like you're not supposed to be able to like slide jump cancel and like change the direction in the middle of the air but <laughs> if you can execute a series of keys uh better than anybody else then you can do that and yeah uh, you have a, a slight advantage on other people because of that i always find if bugs add fun to your game they're not bugs they're happy accidents you know uh, one, one, one infamous bug that I think that uh, Bungie should have kept in as a separate game mode would be the super lunge from Halo 2, where you had a rocket and a sword, and you could actually do it with other weapons as well, but most famous was rocket and sword. You would, your reticle would turn red on the rocket, you'd switch to the sword, and then double tap trigger, and right before the sword comes out, and then your character would fly across the map at the enemy to do a sword lunge because of, of the yeah. properties of, of, of when your reticle's red with a sword, you get a lunge so that reticle red state would stay would stay on until like your sword came out that game that bug was so much fun dude like like you, <laughs> you would have spartans flying around the map just like slashing each other and, and it was it was absolutely amazing to the point where where um locally my my dad uh friends uh you know my uncle like everybody who would come over we'd have just straight super lunge matches you know that was like one of the most funs we actually kept a copy of halo unupdate halo 2 unupdated so we could still do the super lunge games <laughs> so, <laughs> you know i feel um, like they, they did get on us with the the grappling hook and the infinite now man they, like, yeah 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 they it's brought, pretty they fun like some of the fun yeah yeah, yeah that's fun so, man i don't know it's it's not the same but yeah it's yeah, yeah it's yeah, okay it's, like, it's yeah. fun it's fun like you said they're bringing back some of the fun but like yeah man if, if, if it's fun keep it in the game like uh i don't know or like have it patched where like you can do it locally, but not online or something like. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something, like, uh, there's ways to work around things. I think too, like Marvel vs. Capcom Two is one of the most famously broken games ever. <laughs> but <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was fun. So like, fuck it. <laughs> like yeah. you know, so so I I think that yeah you know difficulty as I said as I said leave it up to the creators. Uh, if however wide of an audience they want they want just let them do it i think tuning your ai and having difficulty that way that that works you know i mean i don't have a problem with it but i also don't have a problem if difficulty settings don't matter um i've played games that were super easy that i've enjoyed the story i've enjoyed the gameplay i've just plowed through got everything done uh, spec ops the line being a big example had difficulty modes one of the best fucking war stories i've ever experienced in a game um i beat it in one sitting it was fantastic a fantastic experience i suggest everyone play it but does that game need to be harder? No. Could it have been if I played on hard? Sure. But it didn't have to be. Like, I enjoyed yeah. every bit of it. So, you know, it's it's personal preference. But like I said, um, the creator, uh, it, it gives you what they intended. And uh, if you're upset that you can't experience it because you, you um, either don't grasp the game, don't want to take the time to learn it, lack the skill, uh, that game is not for you. And that's okay. <laughs> it's also okay to, like, look up things, too. Like, if you're stuck on something, like, Maybe just look up like uh, how to do it on YouTube. Be like uh, a lot, like the search algorithms are so good where you can like just type in like what part of a level you're stuck in, and like you can watch somebody else like you know get around or do what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, and like I don't know, for the longest time as a little kid, I used to think of that as cheating, like strategy guides or looking up things. Like, nah, man, it's like you only got so much time. Like especially as you, people get older, it's like. True. I just I will look up the solutions to things after a little bit of time now. I'm like I'm giving this thing five minutes. If I can't figure this shit out, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going online. I'm getting some help from some one thing, people. One thing I miss is games having codes, because like sure they could help me beat the game and that's fine. But uh, like certain codes, like all weapons from GTA, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like 99 lives from Contra, things like that. Where I I thought having codes was great, and uh, I make it a point to 
you know, try and, and see if, if the game I'm working on will will be better by having codes. You know, so Secrets. You know, so I, I thought that was that was fun, like playing Mortal Kombat and like entering C C right, A left, A A B up, you know. Um <laughs> would in- introduce the uh extra mode where you can unlock smoke and have you know additional fatalities and blood and all that stuff. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's uh it's one of those things where I miss and it was just made for coders, but I think that yeah. was something that is missing in this day and age, what with our cloud saves and our, you know, constant patches and stuff. It's just um, another option to help tune difficulty. Yeah, like you know, yes, a lot of times the too. people are yeah. just putting it in like pause menus now as well. Yeah, where they, like yeah. hit pause speed. and like you know, uh, and then there's other things as well. Like we said that aren't necessarily design choices as well, like colorblind mode and mm-hmm. uh, things for like people who have like hearing issues uh, yeah. with subtitles. You know, the, the accessibility as well. Like sometimes helps make the game way easier, man. Like if you can't see certain colors or true, uh, true, you know have trouble hearing uh like like where's the sound coming from especially as like into like playstation 5 and their dynamic sound system where they're like oh it's like 5d space man it's like some people can't hear in regular 3d space bro (laughs) (laughs) you need to like have like something that like shows me like on the screen where the sound's coming from uh to help out yeah yeah interesting man uh, so, so yeah, I think we, I think we've kind of covered, covered everything we wanted to hit on this topic. Here. Touching on that difficulty, man. I think so, man. What, what's your opinion of it? Are you okay with the difficulty? Do you think games need a easy mode or you think that where it's at, we're okay because of the creators? I think there's just so much options out there where don't be afraid to like try different things. Uh, and then it's okay to wait for like games to go on sale. Like if you're not sure about something, it's okay sure. to uh, go online and like watch other people like play the game. To, like you'll have like some sort of idea if you're gonna enjoy that experience. Uh, and some games, some uh, there is a big market. Like the market's already spoken on this. There's a lot of people who enjoy a good challenge. Like they play games yes. to feel challenged to overcome like those problems. Yeah. Uh, and that's. They enjoy that, man. That's it's the reason why they keep making new Dark Souls and Dark Souls less games is because the people are buying them. Uh, yeah, so give the people it, what they want. <laughs> give them what they want. Speak with your wallet. You know, uh, sure. don't be afraid for to sure. buy a game that you like and yeah, uh, and just put it on the box, man. It's like uh, that was Dark Souls' big marketing push, right? It's like, you will die. It's hard as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that yeah. was the, that was it. They were just yep. you will yep. die, and that was just, like their uh, whole marketing push. And yep. People yep. Were like, that's true. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's a great. That's a great. Great point. And uh, like, just be uh, upfront if your game's hard as balls. Just be like, hey man, this is not going to be for everybody. But hard like as it. a motherfucker, right? <laughs> for, sure. for sure. All right, bro. Well, I think why that's our time. Why man. do people say hard as balls? Like balls are pretty soft, dude. That's true. That's true. Unless you're talking about, you know, ah. like softballs, then those are hard. Right, right, right. I think if your balls are hard, you should go see a doctor, right? Like, yeah. Let's just be honest at this point. You should like, go get, like, off, uh, go see a doctor. Right, right, right. This this pod like, is all about been just building up to this prostate health check. All right, everyone yeah. check your... <laughs> it's like, check, you, you it's, check see a doctor if there's any sort of right, hardness. Yeah. Kind of hard, hardness in your testicles, uh, you know, we'll this see. It's no joke, man. <laughs> right. Serious <laughs> <laughs> and with that PSA, uh, we're going to sign off here. I'm, I'm Mr. Gimpy. Chipmunk. You guys have a great day and uh, check, your, check your balls for your. <laughs> to make sure everything's all right. Take care, everybody. We out. Bye. <laughs>